The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus took a walk one Sabbath day through the cornfields. His disciples were hungry and began to pick ears of corn and eat them. The Pharisees noticed it and said to him, Look, your disciples are doing something that is forbidden on the Sabbath. But he said to them, Have you not read what David did when he and his followers were hungry? How they went into the house of God and how they ate the loaves of offering, which neither he nor his followers were allowed to eat, but which were for the priests alone. Or again, have you not read in the law that on the Sabbath day, the temple priests break the Sabbath without being blamed for it? Now here, I tell you, is something greater than the temple. And if you had understood the meaning of the words, what I want is mercy, not sacrifice, you would not have condemned the blameless. For the Son of Man is master of the Sabbath. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. There's some curious things in today's readings. We've been hearing these long readings from the Old Testament. They're, they're pretty long, hey? You've got to sit and follow the story. And it falls into a bigger story. So it helps if you know that story. We can't sort of unpack it now. But I'd urge you in some way, become familiar with the stories of the Old Testament, like Adam and Eve and Noah's Ark and the Tower of Babel and all of these stories. They're really important stories because when Jesus does stuff, he refers back to them and the people are like, oh yeah, that makes sense. I know what you're doing because you've been doing it since the beginning of time. See what I'm saying? So these stories are really important if you can go and become familiar with them, get them in your bones. We heard from one of those such stories today. It's when Israel is in Egypt. Are you familiar with that story? Israel was a nation and there were slaves in Egypt. Egypt is a big, powerful nation and they're pretty cruel at the time. And Israel is some little nobody tribe. And they've grown up among them, but then they've become their slaves. Um, and it says something curious here. It's something that perplexes even us people of faith. It says God was performing miracles for the people. And Egypt was seeing them because Egypt had all these different gods. None of them could do anything, of course, because none of them were real. But, but the God of Israel was performing miracles there. And the scripture says God hardened Pharaoh's heart. Did you hear that? God hardened Pharaoh's heart. This confuses people because they think, what's that about? Why is God making him stubborn? Is that what's happening? That can't be what's happening. That doesn't make sense at all. God loves every single person. It doesn't matter who they are, where they're from, what they've done, whatever. God's love for you is just unstoppable. So he loves Pharaoh. Be sure of that. So what's happening then? Well, it's about how different hearts react to God, really. That's what's happening. Um, has anyone ever seen on a hot day, let's say you've got, obviously you wouldn't have seen this because it's kind of a weird science experiment, but let's say it's a hot day, okay? A hot, sunny day, and you've got two plates. Can you imagine this? Everyone's imagining it in their mind. You've got two plates, okay? On one plate is a little uh, block of butter. You can imagine that, yeah? On the other plate is a little block of clay. So what happens? The butter melts. The butter is soft and it melts and it's even got this lovely kind of aroma that you're like, yep, I'm ready for breakfast. Let's do it. Yeah? 
what happens to the other plate? It hardens. And if it's in the sun too long, it'll be brittle and it'll break and it'll look pretty miserable. Now, here's the question. Did the sun treat the clay different to the butter? Yes or no? So what's going on here? It's about how our hearts, yes? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The clay, it's, it's almost like the clay doesn't like the sun, you know, to put it in. A, obviously, clay doesn't have feelings, but if it did, that's what we're seeing. The challenge for us and the challenge for Pharaoh, which he obviously couldn't rise to, what's our relationship with God? You know, in essence, do we like him or do we not like him? Do we love him or do we hate him? This is a difficult struggle that we're going to go through for all our lives. Trust me, it's not just for you kids. All of us go through these ups and downs in our relationship with God, where the heat of God's love comes into our life, and we're like, not now, God. <laughs> go away. I feel like clay right now. Go away. Um, even though he loves us, even though his love is actually a good thing, the challenge is to be butter. You hearing me? It's a real challenge. It's a real challenge for all of us. You can actually choose how you want to respond to God. It might be a bit of a wrestling match with yourself, but you can choose. Yeah, I want to be like that soft, aromatic butter that feeds people. Um, that's sort of a beautiful testimony to my relationship with God. There's more I'd want to say, but maybe I'll leave it at the point that we've come here now to partake of something. It struck me, I forgot I was going to be preaching to you and I was going to talk to these guys about something a bit complicated. I was going to say that um, in the middle of their slavery, God establishes something brand new. He says, oh yeah, by the way, while you're slaves, this is going to be the first day of the month. This is going to be this ritual you're going to do. This is going to be how you do it. You go and find a lamb. Don't go and find the, the lame one. It's cool, isn't it? He says, you find an unblemished lamb, which means you make a good sacrifice. Imagine Israel. You know, Israel at times had clay hearts, okay? They had not the best response to God. And they get to the 14th day of the month and they're like, oh yeah, we're meant to sacrifice a lamb today. Yeah, get that one with the broken leg. We don't need that. God says, no. You make the best sacrifice you can. Go and find an unblemished lamb and sacrifice it. Burn it. Give it back to me. Our lives are meant to be punctuated with offering our very best to God. And that's what we're doing now. See on this altar? It might not look like it, but we're doing what Israel did. Because we're the new Israel. We bring the very best that we have and we say, God, it's yours. It's mine, but it's yours. Just like this church. It's yours, but it's ours. So let's prepare to give God our very best and to respond to God from the most sincere love that we can have.